So you're forced to stick your neck out and invest. And investing means you're exposing yourself to some risk in the hopes of earning a return. But really, it doesn't matter what you do to earn and save because the savings vehicle is broken. Hello and welcome to the Two Stewards Show. My name is Mark and I'm here with Brent. And we're here to talk about real estate, money, investing, all these things from a uh, Christian perspective. Brent, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hello everyone. My name is Brent and I grew up in Hamilton um, many years ago. Not as many as you, but uh, I went through the regular process. I went to high school. Then after high school, I went to college. Um, I guess it was a degree program out of college. So I like to, I like to say that I went to university, but I actually went to a college, uh, Humber College, uh, for industrial design, which is product design. So uh, a great industry. Uh, I found it very in interesting and uh, I got a good job out of school or the classic uh, air quotes, good job. Uh, nine to five. And, um, you know, my wife and I lived in uh, Vineland and then we uh, moved to uh, Hamilton and the whole time I was commuting back and forth and sacrificing a significant portion of my life, uh, you know, driving to work and working um, and not really realizing that I realizing that I'm not really getting ahead. Right. So um, kind of in the background, my wife and I had bought a house back in 2014 and this is the first house and we rented it out um, when we got married we rented a, a different place somewhere else and uh, after seeing the mortgage statement on that house with the, the principal pay down and realizing what real estate actually could do for my future uh, and the amount of time that it saved me um, i yeah i, I kind of decided to look at it a little bit more closely and started investigating real estate um, investing from uh, you know, all my spare time, which is basically my commute back and forth from uh, home to, to work. And so a ton of podcasts, a ton of books, uh, a ton of research, a ton of networking as well. Uh, joined a bunch of different networking groups and just learned a, a ton of information that I felt like I needed to put into action and I needed to help share with people. So in 2020, we decided to uh, take the leap and quit our jobs and um, kind of pursue this full time. So we started a company called Good Stewards Inc. And um, our mission and vision is kind of to try and help the average person access real estate investing without the, the hassle of being a landlord themselves, without dealing with tenants, without dealing with renovations. Um, so making it easy for people to kind of get into this asset class. So that's what we do uh, currently full time. We have a number of properties under management. We have a current um, repertoire of projects that we're also under construction. And um, we're seeking to kind of grow the business and scale it a bit and be able to help more people. And that's really the goal, being able to uh, help educate people in this space about the potential of real estate investing, um, how it could change your financial future for the better and be able to provide access to it um, for those who can't really afford the time or don't have the experience or expertise to get into it. So that's a little bit about my background really quickly. Uh, Mark, how about yourself? Yeah, cool, man. So uh, similar, similar story, maybe a longer timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife and I, uh, we live in Hamilton, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Great White North. And uh, yeah, we bought our first house together in, uh, I think, around 2012. And um, 
yeah, we rented at the basement for a little while. Eventually we discovered Airbnb and that's kind of uh, our focus is short-term rentals. So we rented out our basement for many years, uh, bought another property, I think in 2018 and uh, did that as a short-term rental as well. We didn't really get, you know, the whole concept of real estate as an investment class until um, maybe a year or two after we uh, had bought that second home and you kind of figured out like, hey, there's something to this, right? This really works. So then we've, from there, we've really uh, dug into real estate as, um, as an investment class. And uh, for most of my career, I've been doing uh, low voltage wiring. So in one form or another, I was a cable guy for many years, you know, that movie cable guy. So I did that. Um, I also, you know, did some stints in uh, underground cable installation. So like digging trenches or boring, uh, boring the cable in fiber optic cable, you name it. Um, and then I started also a, uh, an audio visual installation company focusing more on the commercial side of um, uh, audiovisual installation. So I've done that for a number of years as well and kind of grew that business bigger. And then um, once we got serious about real estate, I scaled that right down. And, you know, the, the business still exists, but that's just me doing an install here and there. Uh, but our focus, our main focus is on property management. We started that company sort of in the middle of the pandemic, great time to start a business, but it actually, uh, it actually was. And uh, our focus, uh, although we do some long-term rentals is short and midterm rentals. So we actually wrote a book uh, kind of about our journey and about uh, just introducing the concept of midterm rentals as well. It's called You, Me and Airbnb, available on Amazon. I got to plug the book, right? <laughs> And uh, yeah, we've just become uh, very interested in and in, in meshed in uh, the world of real estate investing. And, you know, we'll get into the reasons why, as opposed to other other assets or other categories. Um, I think we both like to geek out on this topic a little bit too, um, macroeconomics and uh, the world of what is money kind of um, is an interest of both of ours. So we'd love to chat about it. Absolutely. So we'll try not to be too geeky on the podcast, but it's it's going to come up. Just uh, yeah, I just guess another thing to point out too is we're not experts. Like we like reading this, we like talking about it. We don't really know exactly everything, all the ins and outs. And uh, you know, what, by listening to this, you're basically participating in us learning in real time. Like you're going to hear um, things that we're bouncing off each other, and hopefully, you can pick up something that uh, you can benefit from. So. Absolutely. So why are we doing this podcast, Brent? Well, <laughs> you're getting all philosophical right off the hop. Oh, yeah. Well, so my grandma always said, you got to put your money in the bank. Mm -hmm. uh, so think about that. Well, what does that mean? That's saving money. She was right, but that was 1960. Okay, I wasn't born in 1960. <laughs> um, but the truth is that things have changed. So since... The old paradigm of you know um, you know previous generations saving money. Uh, now, when you save money, you could save every single penny, and you could work very hard your whole life. Uh, you live completely frugal lives, and maybe you're even like clipping coupons or uh, turning the lights off in your house to save some money here and there. Um, and so, let's say maybe through all those years of sacrifice and sacrificial living, you successfully save up a, a decent amount of money and you had the hopes of buying something. So maybe a house, a car, uh, 
a renovation and maybe you want to go to school, some further education, something like that. Maybe you want to buy a rental property, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when you go to spend those savings, those hard-earned savings, you start to realize that they actually purchase fewer things than you hoped. So I think that's a lot of people's realization, especially now after COVID kind of hit and we had this big wave of money printing. Uh, we're just left stunned by increased costs everywhere across the board. So uh, this kind of shows itself in the things that we most want and need. So the most desirable things, the things that are the most scarce, uh, like housing, maybe fuel, uh, good quality food, those things go up the most. So maybe for you listening, you're a young person and you're trying to save up for your first home and you've kind of encountered this problem firsthand. So if you're, you're working, uh, you're working hard and then you save your money, but then you have to go back to work and save more money and you keep going back and forth, but the house prices are always out of reach. Like there's no way you can save up for a down payment. Uh, maybe you're listening and you're actually a parent and your child is experiencing this exact same conundrum right now. And you're kind of in this head scratching moment going like, you know, what is going on? Uh, you know, I've heard about inflation. I know prices generally go up over time, but like really this much, like in the last couple of years, we've seen it go crazy. Um, so what do you do? Well, the reality is you've worked hard to earn all this money, but now what? So you actually have to go back to work to keep your money. And, uh, this is a sad kind of reality that we live in, but you're actually forced to take your hard earned savings that you've worked so hard for and put them at risk in some investment, uh, just to make a return that's greater than inflation. So the goal is there that you're trying to maintain the purchasing power of the money that you've uh, worked hard for. And uh, so maybe what are your options? Well, you could put it in uh, a managed mutual fund portfolio that's pretty accessible to a lot of people. Um, so you go to the bank, you get a mutual funds um, presentation by your bank guy and he says, you know, what, what's your risk tolerance? Let's put it in this, okay. Uh, maybe you choose to buy some assets. So maybe you, you buy some stocks, maybe you buy a piece of real estate, um, whatever. Maybe you even start a business endeavor and you, you actually risk it on yourself in your own business. Um, but the problem is that all of these different things don't really solve the underlying problem, right? Um, it's kind of a Band-Aid solution. Like your money is still losing value um, day after day. And this happens like perpetually, right? So uh, to make matters worse, on top of this, Mark, another layer is you aren't the only one doing it. So if you're doing it, you think, hey, I'm competing everyone else. Everyone else is facing the same problem. So now not only are you uh, having to work hard and save everything, uh, you're also forced to outperform everyone else with your investments. So what does that mean? Well, it means you have to educate yourself and uh, you have to learn all of these different investment concepts just so that you have a bit of a competitive edge against everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, the other option is you could maybe pay someone some of your savings just to hire them to help invest with you, right? To, to, to get you to the next level. Um, I guess the worst thing would be if you just blindly invest in hope. And a lot of people have done that and lost a lot of money. Um, we've seen that time and again, news articles pop up and it's like, Hey, you know, this guy invested all of his savings and, and more. He borrowed from the <laughs> bank to invest in whatever cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Well, that all does not sound great. 
And the truth is, it's not. Um, I like to call it earning your money twice. So you might say, okay, well, why is it earning my money twice? Well, earning it once would look like this. Like you go to work, uh, you trade your, your time for money. Uh, then you simply just hold on to that money for a time in the future when you want to spend it. All right. Sounds good. That's pretty simple. Go to my, go to work, earn money, you keep it. And then in the future, you can spend it on whatever you want and it's worth whatever it needs to be. Uh, earning your money twice means you go and you earn it at work, same as before. Then once you have the money, you have to work for it all over again, just preserve its value. So the second time you're working for it, it's just to preserve the value of the money that you've already worked for. So you're forced to stick your neck out and invest. And investing means you're exposing yourself to some risk in the hopes of earning a return. So uh, your goal is to earn a return that will at minimum keep up with inflation, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to successfully store your purchasing power into the future. Yeah. So let's take a closer look at what's going on here. So if any of these things sort of describe you, listener, you're like, yep, that's me. Like, first off, you're not the problem. Right? Hard work, uh, living within your means, those are good things. Those are commendable things. But really, it doesn't matter what you do to earn and save because the savings vehicle is broken. Right? What your grandma told you, yeah, those are good things, but it's a different world now. That doesn't work. The vehicle that you use to store your excess time and energy into the future is broken, right? And that's what money is. We'll talk more about money in, in, in the future, but in short, money is a technology that allows you to save your excess time and energy for use or consumption in the future. So you work hard at what you're good at. You get a certain amount of money according to the value that you provide to other people. So you take that money, you take it home, spend it on what you need to live on, and then the rest you put in a bank or something so that you can consume it later. So money or the you know Canadian dollars that we call money, um, this savings vehicle doesn't really take you from point A to point B, right? Instead, through investments, you're doing the job that money is supposed to be doing for you. It's making your money... Uh, you're, you're earning your money twice, like Brent said. So, um, yeah, maybe you're thinking, huh, doesn't really feel like I'm doing one job. feels like I'm doing two jobs instead of one, right? That's not fair. No, that is not fair. And that's why we started this show, the Two Stewards Show. We want to discuss money. We want to discuss stewardship, investing, uh, real estate, inflation, economics, Bitcoin, all of these things from a Christian worldview. Um, maybe you find yourself in a tough spot financially and you really want to reset your priorities and your mindset. Maybe you're actually well off and you're interested in using your gifts to the full potential. Uh, maybe you're somewhere in between and you just want some clarity around what's going on. Well, it's our hope that with this show, we can add some value to you and that something discussed here can resonate with you and help inform your financial situation. So uh, remember, we're by no means experts. Mark and I, we're learning in real time here. So please, before you make any financial decisions, consult with the appropriate professionals. And uh, thanks for listening to the uh, Two Stewards Show. We'll see you next time. Until next time, steward your wealth wisely. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Two Stewards Show. If you like my voice better, 
click subscribe. And if you like my voice better, click share. If you like both, give us a five-star rating. To interact with the show, feel free to reach out at hello at twostewards.ca. We will see you in the next episode. In the meantime, steward your wealth wisely.